What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity, back in our regularly scheduled recording room. My name is Colby. You can find me at... Colby Complains, all one word. All right, Aretha. <laughs> <laughs> My name is David. You can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. Um, everyone, just a little PSA. Go check on all your friends that are Saints fans. They might be... Uh, Take it a little hard after uh evan we care about you <laughs> we care about you evan <laughs> hello again i'm maverick you can find me at heartbreak two underscores kid on twitter i'm aaron you can find me on twitter at aaron p friedman we back we're back it's, it feels nice to no, be in the same room no echoes no nothing yeah. echo 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 sorry maverick what did you echo, say 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 echo say, say. I don't know. No, no. no. <laughs> this is what happens when I ask y'all to talk amongst yourselves for 10 seconds. This is what you come up with. <laughs> 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 We're very creative. I know, right? But um, yeah, it's good to be back. I mean, I missed it. I don't know about y'all, but mm-hmm. it's nice to be in the same room together and not have to try and figure out Google Hangouts <laughs> to try and record. <laughs> but we are here. Lots of sports happened this weekend. Oh, oh my. So many sports. And we want All to talk about the sports. Them. So first, you want to tackle UNC basketball? <clears throat> Do I want to? No. Will we? Yes. <laughs> so I think we've had two games since we last spoke to each other. Yes. Did we? Yes. We played on Tuesday. Oh, and you we right. played last night. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, both of those wins. I don't know how. <laughs> but it happened. But they are both wins. We are now above 500 in the ACC. Uh, isn't that four games now that have come down to the last possession yes. in the ACC yes. for us? Because it was Wake, FSU, Notre Dame, and... Missing one. We are missing one. Who is mm, it? Boston College? No, no, no that is we beat one, them handily. Yeah. We beat them handily, then we lost to Virginia handily. So three games. So three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, wins in both. So let's do Boston College first because that won't take too long to talk about. Um, that was a... It was a beatdown. 30-point thrashing. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a beatdown. I and thought you know, we were a good team again <laughs> after that game. You know, I, I expected... That to be a lock. I was actually really nervous going into that game because I knew <clears throat> that Boston College had upset Duke. And knowing the guards that they have in Kai Bowman and Jerome uh, Robinson. Both yeah. from North Carolina? Yeah, yep. both North Carolina. Both coming in the Dean Dome with something to prove. Um, both great guards. Like, they're both great players. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected them to have big games. And I think they had okay games, but uh, uh, they, Kai, I thought I expected. I was like, "Oh wow, Kai Bowman's Kai Bowman's going to drop like forty or something on us because that's how it always goes." Kai Bowman had twenty one. Jerome Robinson had fifteen. Yeah, so not anything crazy, and those were really the only two that could really do anything. Mm-hmm. Luke, Meanwhile, Luke had himself a day. <laughs> My goodness, you mean Larry Bird? Yes, <laughs> it reincarnated. Was it thirty two points, eighteen rebounds, sixteen rebounds, sixteen rebounds, eighteen. Are you sure? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Hit him with the fat check. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All starters except Theo scored in double figures, but Theo had a Theo game, so that was fine. Um, No turnovers from Theo, Joel, or Cam. That's huge. 
yeah, this yeah. was a, <clears throat> this was a game where I felt like we really controlled turnovers, and that's why not the reason why we won the game because obviously Luke was out here, you know, saucing on people, hitting step back threes that he had no business hitting. By the way, half of the shots he took during that game, I looked over at Turner or Bryce and were like, "Who is this man?" Who is who does he think he is half, hitting these shots? Half the time I looked over at Adam and I was like, that's a bad shot. Yeah, <laughs> no, so he's weird. shooting it with a confidence that he should not have. <laughs> like, why is that there? Hey, apparently it all started with a dinner with his, or lunch with his mom earlier in the day. Really? Adam, Adam Lucas is was talking about his mom was trying to get his nerves down because he has been struggling in the uh, previous games. And she told him to go out there and play like Luke May, not what the country thinks he should play like what everybody else wants him to play like, but play like Luke May. I think it always shows. Which is like Kevin Love, I guess. Which, <laughs> which a mother's is, wisdom is a powerful thing. Which is not to say that I don't think that Luke May is capable of hitting those shots. I'm saying like no one should be confident in no, 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 no. any of those shots. Like he, he, like he, he like took a, like it was like a dribble in between the legs to the corner three. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> like who takes that with confidence? That's not a guard or like Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there's not a lot to say about that game. I thought that Boston College put up a little more of a fight, but, you know, there's something to be said about jumping on a team early and not letting them back in the game. So It's a concept that I still think we still cannot grasp, though, (laughs) which is frustrating. Yes, 30-point win going into South Bend, Indiana, to meet the Fighting Irish. I did not start the timer as always just uh, good to be back as is tradition <laughs> i can talk about as it. also seems tradition like i said we just seem to make things harder on ourselves than we need they to. really needed to be yeah and that, so that's the carolina no, I'm, I'm not actually gonna say that i mean that's the carolina way <laughs> so the storylines going into the game bonzi colson was out so matt farrell was game time but then ended up not playing as well uh he dressed, though, so I was surprised yeah. that they didn't give him any minutes at all. He was there for an Alabama situation. If literally every player could not play, then he would have gone in. Probably. He was only there for emergency situations. But we were getting outplayed, and there was they a little had a little more energy. And mm-hmm. these are guys that are on their bench outplaying our starters. Uh, it was just really frustrating to see that. Uh, but we still had some really good moments. Uh, Theo had another jack of all trades game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I thought he was the reason we won that game. Honestly, that big scoop layup, the scoop layup, and the fact that he another another thing he shot that three with confidence that he should not have. <laughs> he went. He was running off a screen, and he sh- he went up and shot that with. A- <laughs> Like with pure form and everything, and I was like, "This is gonna brick." <laughs> I let out a very loud no in Linda's, and then it made it, and everybody's like, "Yes, they loud yeses to uh, respond to me." In the trumpet group, me, I said Theo from three O, and I am very proud of myself <laughs> because it might be the only time that I ever get to say that. I'm just so stuck on it because I groaned when he shot that three. I was like, "Oh, here it is," and he hit it, and I was like. Who? <laughs> now, we what? did go small ball a lot more, which is why I think we had so much struggles rebounding because that's that's what's going to happen. If you're playing a smaller lineup and don't have a, a big in the center, you're not going to be able to rebound as much while they kept theirs in. Uh, I, I mean, I, 
that gives a clear reason why Roy doesn't like to play it that much to this point. That's true, but something that they talked about during the game that I never realized is that we actually have a better rebound percentage this year than we do last did last year, mm-hmm. and we're still the number one team in the country rebounding, which it does not seem like that it at does. all. Especially I after think, this last game, yeah. I think a large part of that, though, is that we're not getting as many offensive rebounds this year. Because last year we got defense, or we got an offensive board on thirty five percent of our misses, which is like ridiculous. It's insane. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's, that's like whole, that one is of the whole. best rebounding, offensive rebounding teams ever. Yeah, and that's an offense into itself yes. or onto itself. And so, I think that it seems like we're not getting as many rebounds, but it's because we're not getting all the offensive boards. But they talked about, and it's true that. The guards and the small forwards are playing a lot bigger of a role this year in rebounding mm-hmm. because we don't have dominant bigs like Kennedy and Tony and Isaiah. Also, believe it or not, I believe we're making more shots too at the same time. Yeah, we're shooting back. about the same. We're shooting a little bit higher from the floor. We're also rebounding. I think we have like one or two more rebounds per game than we did last season. Yeah, so like the bigs are doing a good job of putting somewhere on the back and the guards coming and cleaning up what they were doing. That's kind of what OKC does, which is why Russell Westbrook can have those 10 um, rebound games. Also what I was good at when I played basketball, boxing out so the guards can go get those rebounds in the good old days. Thanks dad. (laughs) I thought you were equating yourself to Russell Westbrook for a second. Oh no, I was not a guard in any way. I was a center. You were the Steven Adams. Yes, yeah. I was. Did y'all read the? I was the enforcer. Did y'all read that article that Maverick? That's not sent? a joke. Did y'all read the article that Maverick sent to the group me? The Adam Lucas article. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I did. Yes. Did y'all see that? Uh, Joel Berry stepping up in the locker room, mm-hmm. talking while, uh, or, well, not. I don't want to say interrupting Roy Williams because that's kind of that's like implying that he was being rude, but it was like Roy Williams is talking about. Um, how he, he needs, needs to, be, to better, be better and the coaching staff needs to be better. And he's like, and Joel Berry interrupted him and said, no, it's on us. You know, we need to be better. We need to buy into everything and we need to play harder. Basically. You can find that article. If you go to at JM Lucas on Twitter, it's probably one of his most recent tweets. I agree with Joel that the players need to play better, but that last play that Roy called yesterday, that is one of their go-to plays, but, I don't know if I would call that the last play of the game, having Joel inbound, giving it to Sterling. You'd think that at the end of the game, you want either Joel or Luke, your two best scorers, handling the ball. Um, Luke was open, but Notre Dame did play pretty good defense on that last possession. I think the play was to try to get it back to Luke, but there was no way that Joel could get him the ball. Because Luke is open at the top of the key. I think my big issue, though, is that is Joel inbounding because he's your best scorer. Why not have Theo, who's your best passer and maybe your smartest player, handle the ball there, especially when he's, what, four inches taller than Joel? I've been watching Carolina basketball all my life, so I'm very partial to the point guard taking the ball out of the from um, inbounding the ball. But that's just mm-hmm. me. That's just a personal preference. That's fair. Also, that's something I've been thinking about recently. Like, how would our impression of basketball be different if we, like, went to UVA instead of Carolina? Like, I can't imagine, like, how our mindset would be Yeah, if we were used to watching that kind of basketball. They're indoctrinated or something. They really are. Like, to think that that style of play is fun to watch. And don't get me wrong. I love defense. I 
I'm probably the only person in Dean Dome that cheers when I see a really good hedge on the, on the um, screen. Yeah. Keep, keep in mind, before probably, any, well, yeah, well before any of us are born, we were that team. We were the ones that played the yeah. four corners offense and held the ball for two minutes without making as much of a shot. Uh, so we definitely were that team at one point, and people back then were able to see that. And so I think it's sort of flipped nowadays. Mm-hmm. But going, I can't complain that much about going into South Bend and getting a win. Like, no, no matter who's playing. The article ends uh, actually with talk about Theo, and Theo gave a very uh, succinct comment. I'll take it. Yeah, and <laughs> it's a road win in the ACC. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, man. So just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. I don't. I don't. Have, I don't want to talk about this any longer than <laughs> I have to. Just though, I thought that shot was going in. Oh, I, I knew with a hundred percent certainty. I was like, he just made that. Of all the lucky bounces they had that game, that's the one that didn't. And he, you know, it's really funny that it came down to you know Cam didn't. I don't know if you saw, but Cam didn't box out mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gibbs. Yeah, you know that's almost exactly how he lost to Texas two years ago. Yep, on the putback. Yep. yep. Was that really two years ago? or Was that three years ago? It was two years ago because I was an RA. Got it. <laughs> I don't know. Those are the landmarks in my life. Also, I was dating Carla. <laughs> <laughs> um, so up next, the uh, heels have Clemson in the Dean Dome. So that's a dub. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, I don't know how you don't know. But for those of you who don't know, Clemson has literally never won in Chapel Hill, whether they were playing in the Dean Dome or Carmichael or Woolen or the Tin Box. Clemson has never won in Chapel Hill. Now, that being said, I don't want to bank on that as an automatic <laughs> win, considering how every single game has gone this year. However, if we play like we did against Boston College, this should be a, this should be a good win. Yes. Um, but you might also come into the game rank higher than us, which will be interesting. I think that's only happened twice ever. And I think it was both. I think one was in the 70s and one was in the 90s. But we still won both. So. We'll probably have Jamie Lucky and TV Ted for, on call for that one. Oh my goodness! I can't stand Jamie. I can't Lucky. wait for the next time Ted Valentine's back in the dome. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna be really bad. Um, and then after Clemson, we have Georgia Tech also at home. They're definitely struggling this year, Pastner. With all, well, they had the allegations. They uh, some of their players still suspended, or is that just the first few games of the season? I'm not sure to be honest with you. Uh, they, I don't think they've regressed a little bit from last year. Well, one other thing that I think deserves mentioning before we move on from basketball is that the uh, Woolen midseason award list came out. The top wooden. 20 wouldn't close enough. <laughs> I knew I was screwing something up. But anyways, the top 25 list for that came out midseason. And we have two guys on the list. Joel and Luke are both in the top 25 for the wooden award. Luke may. <laughs> He scored 10 points twice last season, and now he's one of the top 25 players in the country. Speaking of other top 25 players in the country, have y'all gotten the chance to watch Trey Young yet? Yes, I have. Yeah. Only in highlight reels, but yes. He amazes me every time he steps on the court. He's like buddy healed, but like good at everything else. It's incredible. Like, granted, his last game against T. 
TCU, he um, almost had a triple-double with turnovers. Um, <laughs> I, I pointed that out when I saw that. The devil's triple-double. Triple-double. <laughs> but he's also, it seemed like he was the only player on his team, like, doing anything. So if that's what it takes, I'm fine with that. But good Lord, he he can do everything. He's yeah. a man among boys. He can read at 6'2". Yeah. That's just crazy. And everyone compares his game to Steph, but in the TCU game, I forget who was commentating, but they were like, I honestly think he's closer to Russell Westbrook, and yeah. I think that's accurate. He's a better passer than Steph, in my opinion. Yes. And I think Offense, or Steph was more of an offensive force. This guy can do everything, man. He has a better nose for rebounding, I believe, than Steph. Yeah. It's similar to Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. But because of his build – People compare him to Steph, which, you know. I mean, when you got a, a little guy that can shoot, who's also a little light-skinned, <laughs> they're going to be a Steph Curry. <laughs> but, yeah, if you haven't taken the time to watch him play, go go check out an Oklahoma game at some point. I'll be, I'll, I'll be interested to see how they do in the in March in, a, in the NCAA tournament to see, depending on where they're seated. They could make a deep run, honestly. But that's your that's definitely your early I think national player of the year candidate right Oh there. for sure for sure so this man scored 42 with like 11 rebounds and like nine assists like he scored 40 points two nights in a row yep he hit 10 threes yeah are you kidding me yeah. <laughs> um Arizona State has been exposed <laughs> yeah you know actually I watched one game when they were still on their run and I was like oh this is a great offensive team and I have not watched a game from them since and I just see them like just dropping games you're the key. I'm the key. <laughs> um, Michigan State has been exposed too. Michigan State? Michi- yes. Michigan, Michigan State. State has been exposed. <laughs> um, Texas Tech, I still don't. You don't believe in them? Uh, here's, okay, here's Didn't the they thing. just beat like Kansas or something? Uh, <laughs> I'm on the college basketball subreddit a lot. And I'm starting to realize that I'm like that snooty blue blood fan because every time a school that's like not a blue blood starts winning, like you can't sit here. They get no, like no, you can't sit here. You can't sit at our table. Go away. And they get all, no one's respecting me. Wow, I'm really the worst. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> I really do not like it when non blue bloods try to sit at our table. Go away. I saw. Um, Stop whining. <laughs> Um, when Arizona State was still doing like doing the thing that they were doing, where they were actually good, still um, there was the rankings came out, and I think they were like third or second, like they were high up there, like whatever the, their peak was. And I was reading the mentions of the tweet that had the power rankings, and one of the Arizona, there's an Arizona State fan under there that, that under the the tweet that was like, "Lol, I still feel a little disrespected, but go Sun Devils." And I was like, "Really? You feel disrespected because y'all are top three? Really? You feel disrespected because you're not?" number one and then they lost the next game i feel like i think west virginia finally has the offense to complement their Their defense defense. um which makes them a really dangerous team because that press it's unbelievable every year see that see see virginia it's not defense (laughs) that's that's bad and boring to watch it's just (laughs) y'all um purdue maybe Eh. I don't. I just. I don't think the Big Ten is that good this year. So I'm not sure how good they are. They're not. I, I think they're pretenders, honestly. And I've watched a couple of their games. I, I don't think they're great. Watch out! Now they're gonna wear. They're gonna bring signs into the stadium Pretend- with <laughs> pretenders on. Yo, it. when was the last time that a, a school had a Heisman winner and a Wooden Award? 
uh, player on in it. the same season. In the same season, yeah. Because they uh, have they have Baker Mayfield and Trey Young is the the, the the leading candidate right now. That's true. I don't know. This might be the first year. It has to have happened before. Maybe, yeah. Nothing is original. I know two years. <laughs> well, two years ago was the granted it was the second year of the playoff, but it was the first time that a team had made the playoff and the Final Four in the same season. Yeah. God, if I did it, I'd have to do it manually. I don't know if I can do that. You talk because we can't talk without you, and I'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody Um, anybody else of note? Kentucky's all the way at twenty, and we're or no, they're at twenty-one. Yeah, they just beat. uh, They have to be a court Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt's pretty pedestrian. So I, Kentucky's going to get better. Like I, I don't see anything standing between them and getting a nice good run in the tournament. I don't think they have enough to win it, but they're going to be decent. I, I still don't think there is a single team that is just blowing that everybody team, away at, yeah. at this point. So, that I mean, it's a good thing or it's a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. It makes us look a lot better. Plus, yes. oh, that's what I meant to say. That Ohio State win looks a lot better and that Tennessee wins. And also Michigan beating Michigan State. Michigan win is looking a lot better. So, like I said, we I think we all said that after the Michigan State game. We just play horrible, and Michigan State sucked less. Yeah. So, All right. we'd be fine in a rematch, I think, in the tournament. Anything else with college basketball before we move on? Is Everyone is bad. Nobody is good. Yeah. 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 All right, so we had the national championship, in quotes, <laughs> that was played on Monday. Um, Alabama... And the dogs beat Georgia. I literally just closed the ESPN, so I do not have the score right in front of me. But I am mad at Nick Saban for playing with an arm behind his back all year. And then at the very end, (laughs) he was like, oh, no, this isn't going how I want to. Let me just bring out this seven-star quarterback that I've been hiding on the end of my bench all year. <laughs> Someone said it was against the rules because the Bulldogs had Jake Fromm, but Alabama had two of them quarterbacks. I wasn't going to say Sorry, anything. I'm focusing on Wikipedia at the moment. Are you still trying to find the Heisman thing? Um, well, they don't have it. I'm just going year by year, but... Seems like nobody's done it. The, I'm almost the, the only end. time I can think of would be sometime between what 05 and 07 when Florida was good at football and basketball. Maybe that's a range of time you can look at it. Oh, I'm just looking year by year. Did Joakim Noah win player no. of the year? No. no, they had Corey Brewer too. No, Katie won that year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. What a game, though. It was fun. No, it wasn't. That was a boring I game. I have it. Sam Bradford. Oh, and, yeah, that's and what Blake I'm looking Griffin. at. Are we counting 2008, 2009 as 2008 or 2009? Cause I'll take it. That would, I would count that as the 2009 season. Yeah. So then technically that wouldn't be the same, but we'll take it. Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Boomer sooner. But wait, isn't... uh are good at sports. But wouldn't... 
So wait, the so Bradford won it for the 2008 season, but like Blake they, Griffin won it for the 2008 2009 season. That's that's what we'd be doing right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is what we are talking about. So we're talking about in the same school year. Yes. Not in the same calendar year. Yeah. The same season. <laughs> like. Oh my goodness. Yes. 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 We're talking about the same school year because that is how college athletics operates. Yeah, you're sir. Right. <laughs> I understand. I'm now. giving you the hands, boy. <laughs> I get it. Um, no, that game was boring. It was high scoring. It was 26 to 23. Yeah. <laughs> In SEC terms, it was high scoring. I was watching the Dan Levitard simulcast, and that was 100 times more entertaining than the actual football game. Mm. But um, I was on duty that night, so I was literally on rounds while I was watching that game. And that was the pretty, oh my goodness, that touchdown pass. That touchdown pass to win the game was the prettiest ball I've seen in college football in a while. And just before that, he made like the fresh mistake of actually, of taking the sack instead of trying to get the ball off. And mm-hmm. so that put him out of field goal position. So I was like, they're really in trouble then. Uh, and then he just, are you tweeting? He right chucks an absolute, I'm in a fight with the same fan. Saints fan. The <laughs> yes, he did. But uh, bless that kicker's heart. For Alabama. I feel so bad for him. He missed two chip shots. Oh, yeah. He would have had to retire from football. (laughs) Everyone was like, oh, this game's over. Like, all the people that are, like, just watching national championship just because and all the college football fans were like, you don't know college kickers. You you don't understand. (laughs) Even in Alabama. Anything can happen. And then, and then for Georgia to turn around in overtime and hit the big fifty yarder with their dude with the glasses, mm-hmm. hot rod, yeah, like it was. <laughs> that blown coverage was just the worst, man. No, it was horrible. It was so bad. Uh, they were running cover too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. the safety was no watching safety. the middle of the field, yep. and he was ball hawking. Not a good. Sorry, no. He was. He was. He, he was watching the quarterback. He was watching not, his eyes, and yeah, then and then he just didn't make it in time. He didn't rotate. He didn't rotate over in time. Yeah, the cornerback did what he was supposed to. Yeah, yep. and you could tell the cornerback thought that the safety was going to be there. Yeah, yeah, because he let him loose. Yeah, because that's the, what he's supposed to do in cover two <laughs> is get the wide receiver behind him. <laughs> so, again, the national quote unquote championship. Whatever UCF, Alabama still. wins, I guess. <laughs> but UCF is the national champion. UCF got four votes in the final AP poll for number one. I would have voted for him. I would have voted for him too. Yeah. I also do not like systems, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of hierarchies. So. <laughs> not okay with the blue bloods of basketball sitting at the table, but. It's okay when the, the non-blue bloods of football sit at the table. That's because we're not good at football. <laughs> get out of our table. But you can sit over there. <laughs> UCF, you get the corner seat. Yeah. Oh, man. Anything go- Oh, you wanted to talk about players, players sitting out of bowl games. games. You want to go ahead. Yeah. So I got in this huge argument with my little brother, Andrew, over break. Because what was his argument? He thinks that players sitting at a bowl games is like the worst thing in the world. Oh my goodness. Is he listening to these? Yeah, he listens. Boy, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We'll actually give a real argument. <laughs> so basically he's saying that you committed to play for the team and like, 
by sitting out of a bowl game, you're not honoring that commitment. But he also simultaneously says that the point of college sports is to get the players to the pros. But if you're playing in a bowl game, you're putting yourself at risk of a career-ending injury. For nothing. And especially yeah, exactly. when it, there's no weight to it. You get a nice exactly. participation exactly. trophy. Exactly. It's basically an exhibition game. Yeah. yeah. But he's See saying Jake that... He's, yeah. Yes, that's, exactly. that's the example I brought up. But he's saying if you can't make it in the bowl game, how are you going to make it in the NFL? But that's For the point. 16 you, games. If you get drafted, you at least have guaranteed money. That's what I'm saying. And he's what he, kind of help, what kind of stuff is this college going to give you? They're not going to take care of you. Like not every college is going to give you health like like give you help like financially with like these injuries. And so if you get injured seriously and you end up not being able to get drafted, that's major like that is fi- major financial implications for you and your family. Some people can't afford to not get drafted. Some people need this for their families. I didn't realize they had nerve damage from that injury. Jake Butt? Yeah. yeah. And another thing that I brought up with him is then what about like in the NIT? If say Kentucky didn't make the NIT, didn't make the NCAA tournament this year, would he be upset with Kevin Knox for sitting out? And he said yes. And I think that's outrageous because the NIT doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And if he shredded his knee that could destroy his draft stock really if we're being honest none of college athletics matter i mean if we're being honest none of sports oh my matter but, but like in the for from a player's point of view as far as like monetary value college sports really doesn't matter. yeah that's true yeah and for the amount of revenue that these like a lot of these top players that are getting drafted bring in think it's okay for them to sit out to get their to get their own money yeah you know I, f- I feel like that's fair you know unless you're playing for something that's actually weight like a champion a real championship at that point i could see why you like that if you're playing in the play, like if you got to the college football playoffs mm-hmm. i don't think anyone would sit out of the college football playoffs i mean i don't i haven't heard of anyone that sat out for draft reasons of the college football playoffs yet right right the only exactly really big name sitting out of a bowl game this year that I'm thinking at least out of a New Year's six is Denzel Ward sat out for Ohio State, but that wasn't a playoff game. That was just a Yeah, that was just just the another bowl game with just a bigger name. Bowl. Yeah. It's just a bigger name. A bigger participation trophy if you win. Yeah. So I think we're all fine with it. Yeah, I mean who am I to tell this person that's getting hit at like major speeds and like getting their body wrecked that they shouldn't sit out one game so they can get financial stability for the re- almost the rest of their lives, depending on where they get drafted and how their career pans out like, and how they spent the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's a given. I, ge- my general rule of thumb for just like living is that if it's not hurting anybody, like I don't do you go, yeah. go be, live your, live your best life. I don't mean to expose him. Well, I do mean to expose him by saying this, but he also doesn't believe in targeting. What? Like, like he the, thinks the, it like should penalty. Ex- he thinks it shouldn't exist. I'm sorry. Can you ex- can you expound on that? <laughs> he thinks that anytime there's a hard hit in football, it's called targeting. And that was a because, joke, by the way. I know expound is not a word. Yes. <laughs> and because he thinks it gets called too often he thinks they should just get rid of it but i think that you should err on the side of protecting the players because you don't want them having career-ending injuries 
I mean, if you want to err on the side of protecting the players, you should get rid of football. Well, yes, I agree with that as well. I mean, there is some merit to that because it's not the it's not the big hits that are the things that are troubling. It's the linemen crashing into each other every single play, seventy times every seventy plus times seventy is just the game per week. That's the problem. Well, I mean, I don't know because after that Saints Vikings game, after seeing Michael Thomas just lay on a pick that's still a problem but i don't think it's the biggest problem that's fair if you're talking about player safety that's the thing that happens more often that's the thing that should because i sports, but you can't because when you get rid of that it's not football anymore yeah me saying this as a huge person who loves football yeah yeah. the cognitive dissonance that happens in all of our heads is crazy i don't i don't i think you should get ejected for targeting in the nfl i agree I th- how do y'all feel about that? Like, I think that Michael Thomas should have been out of the game after that hit. But I know that's not going to happen. It's a, I mean, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Like, I knew he yeah. was going to get ejected for that hit. I don't know. I don't know if y'all saw it, but it was, no, it I, was I, nasty. I, saw I know Colby hit. saw it, but I don't know if y'all saw it. It was, like, a, na- it was a nasty hit. I feel like some of the I, – I could be wrong. I feel like possibly, like, narrowing – the scope of them, because I I feel like a lot of them are more incidental and they get the call, whereas, I mean, I feel like the ones blatant hits to the crown, like, with, like, uh, what looks to be an intent to harm them, that should be called for a penalty and be penalized. But yeah, but... You can't. But, judge it, but it's the thing is that you can't really you, judge you, intent. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like, that would be the perfect rule, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to... Yeah. Judge intent. So the only way to do it is by judging the result, the impact. Yeah. A big arguing point that we had, because when we were arguing about this, we had like specific examples of plays that we pulled up and we were like, is this targeting? Is this not by our personal belief? And then I pulled out the rule of targeting and we went by that rule. And most of the plays, they would get the call rate based on the rule. But a big part of the rule is that if you're in doubt, you call it targeting. Because the point of the rule is to discourage the big dangerous hits. And you can't really make progress on it if you're being lax about it. Hmm. Yeah. It's hard. But these can't, they can't, these hits can't keep happening. And I don't think that you should take car, targeting, targeting out of, out of college football. I, don't th- I think you should move targeting to the NFL also, in my opinion. Because I think it's ridiculous that we have people doing things like what Michael Thomas did in this Vikings game. Because that shouldn't ha- that just shouldn't happen. If you're a cornerback and you're running across the field, you, you don't expect to get whacked in the head cutting across the field by a receiver. I, I'm fine with the rule until it goes against my team. <laughs> 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 Uh, anything else on that? While we're talking about the NFL, might as well just go ahead and start talking about the playoffs. Now we're all on the couch, as they say. <laughs> we are all sitting, sitting in sadness. Tennessee fought valiantly against the New England Patriots and lost 35-14. I'm, I'm excited we put up 14 points on them. I mean, y'all had them at the beginning, man. We scored first. We had that. We were, we were leading for a quarter. But 
I mean, the Patriots obviously the better team. We looked defeated in the second half. I mean, they're they're not the Kansas City Chiefs. They were not going to let us just come back after being down twenty one three like in the Chiefs game. Uh, there's just there's still a lot of things to work on. Uh, I think some of our coaching staff needs to get the can, but uh, after our uh, recent press conference, it, it seems that there aren't going to be many coaching changes. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that, and so I hope that something can hopefully change. Maybe the GM can get involved. Uh, just because I feel like we hit our ceiling. This is a, it's, it's sort of like how I'm starting to feel about Coach Fedora here. It's like he's a very good coach, but that's this – what we use, what we're doing the last few seasons, that's our ceiling as a football team. I love Coach Malarkey, but at least looking from it, the last few years, this is going to be our ceiling as a football team, and I want to be a Super Bowl team. And I think that might it make means making a hard decision and possibly losing beloved coaches. But if we want to win and compete with the Belichicks and the Patricias and even the Josh McDaniels of the world, we have to make some changes. Titans fall 35 to 14. Um, before that, the Eagles field goal to Falcons to death. <laughs> uh, the Falcons lost, and it was the happiest moment of my weekend. Yeah. Um, I would not have been able to stand if the Falcons made it back to the Super Bowl. As I said, I hate the Falcons more than I hate Duke. It so. seems like you were happier about a half hour ago when the Saints blew the game i because i that was just because of, it was Crazy. unexpected yeah yeah I, 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 we had it wrapped up in our heads like we're yeah like, all right i wrote eagles versus saints in, in our little show but right we'll now. get to that in a second um but like i mean i hate the saints too but oh the falcons just have a little section in my heart dedicated to hating them so that was the i will never i will weekend. i can't ever i don't think i can ever say that i'll hate the falcons more than i hate duke though that's a that's a step too far for me sir I, they are also my number one team. Like I would, I would trade the national championship last year for a Panther Super Bowl. Wow! Instead, we got both losses <laughs> in one year. Yikes! That was heartbreaking, man. That was the worst sports year of my life. But yeah, the hey, Eagle. You could be the state of Georgia now. I feel like it, <laughs> they got it a lot. Worse. At least I'm not a Georgia Viking, a Georgia Falcons fan. Uh, Nick Foles. Did enough. I mean, he was 23 of 30. He only had 246 yards. He wasn't really pushing the ball down the field, but he wasn't horrible. His QB or his passer rating, excuse me, was um, 100.1, which is, you know, pretty good. And with that defense, that might be good enough. Yeah. They also have J.H.I. and um, LeGarrette Blunt running the football. I still don't understand how Garrett Blood is still in the league. Like I, he's just like a big body that I feel like he's gonna keep running until he's like forty five, just because he's so massive. He's a Frank Gore type. Yeah, for real. Frank Gore is like fifty. <laughs> and he's still chugging. Who, who will retire first, Frank Gore or Adam Vinatieri? I stole that from Michael. Hi, Michael. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> Frank Gore. I don't I'd know Frank Gore because you don't need eternal. to be as in shape to kick. I mean, most. I don't know if a kicker gets hit. I don't know. I feel like if Adam Vinatieri gets hit once, he's gonna be out of there. <laughs> like if all he his gets bones one, will shatter like that one episode yeah. of SpongeBob. <laughs> That's true, but like, 
as long as you keep your muscle mass in the leg. My bones are made of glass. Maintain it. <laughs> Leg day every day for a kicker. Exactly. He wheelchairs himself onto the field, like lumbers out there, <laughs> and like it feels. It seems like for a kicker, getting old doesn't deplete their ability as much. At least not until they get older. Like look at Matt Bryant, even. And it's not like Vinatieri has the yips. Like if he gets the yips, then he's going to be done. But he's fine. I know it is the Falcons, but Matt Bryant, he's, what, 42? He's better than Roberto Aguayo is at 42. Ah. Lord. (laughs) Moving to today's games, uh, today being Sunday, Sunday, January 14th, 2018, Uh, um, the Jaguars hung 45 on the Steelers. The number one pass defense in the league. We beat him twice. And it's not like Blake Portals like shredded the defense. I'm pretty. It was the running game that did it. Like Leonard Fournette had above 100 yards and he had three touchdowns. Uh, but you still have to drive down the field. Blake Portals was 14 of 26, 214 yards. Wasn't sacked. That's impressive. And like good for the the offensive line. 94 um, passer rating. Also scampered for another 35. You mean Vic Bortles? Vic Bortles. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Leonard Fournette, he had 25 carries. 25 carries for 109 yards. Yep, and three TDs. That's, that'll, that'll get it done. That'll, that'll do, pig. That'll, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get to our conference. Yeah. Or, or you want to do predictions? Not yet. No, okay. First, we have to talk about the game. The Minnesota Miracle, the miraculous <laughs> blown coverage, <laughs> the miraculous missed tackle. The this man, do you want to talk about how this man got mossed and missed the tackle? <laughs> <laughs> so the Vikings just literally right before we hit record, um, like about five minutes before we hit record, like legitimately right before, <laughs> defeated the New Orleans Saints. In is defeated the word. <laughs> Crushed, crushed their souls and dreams. Like, <laughs> did he just spill? No, with a great clatter. <laughs> what are you doing with that water bottle? Maverick is just. Should we the water call bottle. in Evan to get a live update on how he's feeling? We can. You want? Give, you want? Give him a call. Yeah, let's give him. A call. I don't have his number. You don't have his number. Do you? No, have his number? I, I got it. You got it. Give him a call real fast. Should I put him and then put him on speakerphone? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, make sure that he knows he's on the podcast before you start talking. Before, before, before we go on. For anyone that doesn't know, the like Saints just say it when you like once um he picks up, just be like, hey, you're on the podcast. The Saints were up. We'd one, like to hear your comments. And uh, Vikings had 25 seconds to go down the field. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Let's wait for this. Hey, you're on the podcast right now. Um, you're, I'm calling in. Yes, we want a live update on your feelings. Well, well, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I thought we were going to lose at the end of the first half. Or I didn't think we were going to lose, but I prepared myself for completely prepared myself for a loss. And so I, I, I feel really weird because I didn't actually think we were going to win until probably the last five minutes of the game. 
Um, and then I let myself really think we were going to win. Freaking <laughs> Marcus Williams doesn't know how to tackle. I mean, literally, all he had to do was wrap the guy up. Oh! <laughs> but I threw, I threw my, chucked my water bottle, and ever since then I've been okay. But I do know that you still can't guard Mike, so that's true. Still can't guard Mike Thomas. Right, <laughs> Aaron Friedman. All right, we appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Thank Evan. You. Sorry about the loss. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. See you, bud. <laughs> we set our first phone in. This is great. <laughs> so yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, Saints were uh, up one. Vikings had 25 seconds to drive down the field and get the field goal. Um, had one play left. Had ten. Se- they had 10 seconds on the clock. Just toss up. Uh, Case Keenum tossed up a dime. To Stefan Diggs, who mossed it in front of these defenders, and then this 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 safety, I don't know what he was doing. He Marcus put his, Williams, he's a rookie. He put his head down, like didn't even look at the guy, like just like you know when you just put your helmet down and you just like run with it, you're, like leading with your helmet, just trying to like hoping you hit something. That's what he did, and he he whiffed, like majorly whiffed on him. And Stefan Diggs had just just field in front of him, and he scored the touchdown as time expired. Still had to kick the extra point though. Uh, and they knelt it. And the fun fact: the spread was minus five, and uh, the the, field, the uh, extra point would have made it six. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody was real upset. Some people were very upset. Never bet on sports. Nope, never. It'll rip your heart out more. Aaron, no comment. <laughs> never bet on sports. Um, I'm not a betting man. <laughs> False. So let's talk about the AFC Championship first. Uh, Jags versus Patriots in New England. I think the Jags have a shot. If their defense can hold up, they have a shot because I think their running game is strong enough to give the Patriots enough trouble. Um, It's not going to be easy. Belichick is always great at taking away what you do best and making you have to do something else. Well, then they're going to have to max protect. Yeah. So we'll see. Against that secondary. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. You know, uh, you know, it's really hard to say that the Jags can beat the Patriots, but if this defense shows out like they did against uh, a lot of other teams this year, then they could do it. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all. Right. My roommate, Paul, he thought he thinks that the Jags will win. I'm not going to go that far, but yeah. I think if you think if you know anything about football and the Patriots this year, the thing that gets Brady, he doesn't like being hit. When he gets hit, he gets rattled. And the Jags are going to be able to get to him unless they bring in those extra blockers, in which case you're throwing against one of the best secondaries in the NFL. And Tom Brady, he's good, but he's also 40. And that noodle arm's, <laughs> that noodle arm's sneaking in there. So I, I really don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for the, for the Jags to get this one. But then again, you're also playing the Patriots. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be an easy win by any means. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a game that they're going to do. They're not going to do Tom Brady like they did Big Ben with those five picks. The Jags have that secret weapon, Tom Coughlin. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, say Jalen Ramsey's <laughs> sassiness. Nope, the man upstairs, Tom Coughlin, who has had plenty of history beating the Patriots. So You know, you are right. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
threw you for a loop there, didn't I? Yeah, I didn't think about it. You keep looking like you wanted to say something, and then you... You kind of, like, edge towards the mic, and then you look back at your computer. And then you edge toward the mic, and then you go back uh, to your computer. Well, I was going to say something that didn't add anything, but I never really <laughs> add anything, so... Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> to set up the mic. <laughs> to set up everything. You know? I'll take my equipment and leave. I'll do it. I mean, there's no easy win against the Patriots, and this isn't going to be an Unless easy win. Panthers. And this isn't going to be an easy win for the Jaguars. Especially with a quarterback as bad as Blake Bortles. Oh, man, he's bad. Do y'all know that he's left-handed? No. Really? Yeah, he's left-handed. You know why I'm glad that the uh, Saints are out of the playoffs? Because they don't, they, that means that they just don't get to talk about that one special teams player anymore. You know that one, the one guy that Troy Aikman always loses his mind over? Like Tom something. It's like their backup QB that plays on special yeah, teams. Yeah, it's their Joe Webb. Yeah, basically their Joe Webb, and they love him. They have they they talk about him when every single ch- he they uh, I think during this game, uh, he was in the mix on a play that, uh, for a blocked punt, but he didn't actually block the punt. But they replayed it like twice, and they kept talking about him on that play, even though he did not block the actual punt. That's how bad it is, and that's how annoying it is. And now we don't have to watch it anymore. Instead, we have the Vikings and the Eagles. Yes. Case Keenum, Nick Foles, barn burner. <laughs> so uh, that's going to be – who do you have in that game? I want I, the Vikings just so they could have a home game for the Super Bowl. I've got the Vikings. I, I mean, if, if the Eagles can somehow get their offense going against the Vikings, which hasn't been much – so far in the playoffs, I don't think. I mean, I would probably give it to the Vikes. It'd be, I think it would be cool to see them playing a home game for the Super Bowl. Um, I was reading an article about their backup plans. If the Vikings make it to the Super Bowl and it didn't really say anything about the backup plans, just that like they would switch their practice venue or something like that. And it didn't make sense. Who's the home team this year? I don't know. I'm trying to think. The Patriots wore white last year, didn't they? So the Broncos were the home team in 50, and they chose to wear white. So it was NFC last year. So it will be AFC this year. Yeah. So they would be the away team. But it would still be a home game. It would still be a home game, but they don't get their locker room. I would. I would. No, think I think. That they I think that they. Through. I think they like set up an agreement for that because the forty. No, not the forty nineers. Because it was a, one of the L.A. teams back in the day had a Super Bowl. Made the Super Bowl when it was at the Rose Bowl, and they were supposed to. They were the away team, but they agreed to practice at their home facility because, like, you're just kind of being mean if you're not letting them do that. And Shoot, I'm not giving them an advantage if I don't have to. Is it really that much of an advantage? It's just like... I, don't, <laughs> I would not let them practice in their home facility. No. Be the away team. You're the away team. Be the away team. The one thing that I think is interesting is that even if it's a home game or home area game for the Super Bowl, the home the team like that that is home for, they still stay at the team hotel for the Super Bowl. They have to. Really? I or, well, not they don't have to, but like it's an unwritten rule because I was reading about it, and whatever the coach of the team was, he was staying at home, 
and they got mad at him. And then he finally gave up and stayed in the team hotel the night before the Super Bowl. They got who got mad at him? Everybody. What the heck? The world. I don't know. The world. What's what? Someone, someone got upset. And then he ended up staying at the team Are you hotel. kidding me? I don't care what anybody would say. I would stay my butt at home. Let me find this article again. That's interesting. It wouldn't be as big of a problem in college football. Like if the championship was in Miami and Miami was in the U.S. You could literally could have used Georgia and Georgia. No, because I want to talk about like an actual home arena because like. Oh, oh, oh okay. Got it. Got it like got if it. the national championship was in Chapel Hill. Okay. All right. Carolina, I, I, we always spend the night before in a hotel. I understand. Anyway. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. So I actually don't know what NFL teams do at home the night before. I would think that they're grown enough that they can, <laughs> they can come from their own house. But who knows? Who knows? Only seven times in the Super Bowl era has the host stadium's team been in the playoffs before this season. Four of those teams played a home playoff game, the 2016 Texans and the 78, 94, and 98 Dolphins, and all lost in the divisional round on the road. You can keep talking. I need to actually, I'll yeah, keep talking because I'll interrupt anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think the Eagles' defense is good enough to keep the Vikings' running game in check, which is important for beating them. Because <coughs> at least if I'm playing the Vikings, I want them. I want Case Keenum to beat me with his arm. Yeah. Twice before, the league has hosted a Super Bowl at a stadium located close to one of its participants, but never anything like this. The 1970 L.A. Rams lost Super Bowl 14 to the Steelers at the Rose Bowl, just 15 miles from L.A. Memorial Coliseum. And the 1984 49ers won Super Bowl 19 against the Dolphins at Stanford Stadium, 30 miles from Candlestick Park. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. But the league also blocks out... Uh, where was it? Oh, then there's the question of competitive disadvantages. In Super Bowl 19, the two practice fil- facilities were at Candlestick and at Oakland Coliseum. Bill Walsh opted to stay at home, and the league allowed it. The Rams also practiced at home during the team's Super Bowl week. So he stayed at home, like, instead of at the hotel during the week leading up to the Super Bowl. I feel like I saw that he ended up staying at the hotel. Um, oh, I, I think I know why. So Bill, not Bill O'Reilly, someone O'Reilly said that they want to have, they stress everything that they do, whether that's hotels or otherwise creating equity between the two participating teams, they want to keep it equitable. So that's why they want the team to have to stay at the hotel, even if they're the home team, because you're at advantage if you're sleeping in your own bed psychologically. Unwritten rules are stupid. That's why baseball is unwritten rules of baseball. I love the unwritten rules of baseball. Baseball is stupid. Like the unwritten rules in baseball are one of the dumbest things. If I was ever on third base and for whatever reason I had to go back to first, I would walk straight over to pitcher's mound. Oh, you are the worst. It's the shortest distance. Don't walk over the mound. Who cares? It's a patch of dirt. Are you a proponent? Special patch. Are you are you a proponent of having to nail? Of having a pitcher nail a, a batter. There's a difference between plunking someone and nailing someone. But yes, I am for plunking oh a batter. I like bat flips. That's the only thing against the rules of baseball that I like. Bat flips make everything better. That's they why do Korean make everything baseball better. Is amazing. 
I'm taking a class this semester called Baseball in American History, and one of the With sources, yes, and one of the sources that we have for the class is a video of Jose Bautista's bat flip from. I'm real glad uh, I, last season. I'm real glad I was never good at baseball because if someone hit me with that baseball on purpose, oh, I would, on. Oh, I would <laughs> run at that man with that bat in my hand. <laughs> Heck, I got hit by my coaches in T-ball. <laughs> Did I ever tell you, my brother got hit? My brother, oh, no, 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 wait, my T-ball, brother, the, T-ball, the wait, coach wait, doesn't T-ball? throw it. Oh, the like, ball uh, is on the uh, tee and young, like so you, coach pitch. Yeah, coach, coach pitch. pitch. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so did my brother. So Yeah, my brother did that. Got hit once by my dad, and then he charged the mound. Like, I would stop <laughs> playing because I would get hit by coach pitch. And so I was like, if they're going to hit me, who knows how these actual kids are going to throw. So I stopped playing. They just didn't like you, man. I broke my collarbone, and that's why I stopped playing baseball. Uh-huh. Well, my brother got hit in the nose, like, and it started bleeding mm-hmm. during coach's pitch. <laughs> I play basketball. You also got a concussion playing basketball. So, there's <laughs> no no comment. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> so there's a difference between plunking someone and oh my throwing it hard at them because when you plunk it, you're not throwing it as hard as you can, and you're throwing it somewhere where it's not going to hurt. You throw it at like their butt region or their thigh. It's still stupid. It's really stupid. It is not stupid. Why? Because you're telling them that it's not okay. You literally could just say that's not okay. But use your words. It doesn't get the We're, point across. They're all adults. You literally can use. And why are you hitting the, the the batter who had nothing to do with it? Well, you do it the next time they come up to bat. Exactly, which is why it's stupid. <laughs> why you're not doing it to someone who doesn't have involvement in it? What do you mean? You're throwing it at the batter the next time. Not they come always. Up. Well, yes, but usually that's what would happen. Usually. Unless the whole team was involved in oh being like that. I tuned out three minutes ago. Which is why baseball sucks. <laughs> no, baseball's amazing. The only thing that's Even good about baseball... Even the fun part of baseball is boring. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the only fun part about baseball is if there's like a game seven on. So... <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I ever watch. Anything else sports-related that we want to talk about before we move on to our new segment? On the subject of hitting players in baseball, I just have a funny an- anecdote there is this guy who coached in the rec baseball leagues that had a kid around my age and a kid around my brother's age. And when one of his pitchers would hit a batter accidentally or on purpose, he made them apologize to the batter that he hit. And I think it's very funny and against the spirit of baseball. They wouldn't do that in the pros though. No, they wouldn't. I know. Cause it's the unwritten rules of baseball. I know. And they're stupid. <laughs> they're not stupid. Move on. Let's move on. <laughs> what do we got next? <laughs> All right. So. Why aren't you whispering, Colby? I. <laughs> Colby, 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 Colby. What are we doing next? Next. next so next. I've had this idea for a while now. <laughs> he hates us so, so much. So <laughs> instead of, just a little bit. So instead of Twitter questions this week, I thought that we'll dole out a little bad advice. Yeah. Do a little advice column section. A little advice column section. So let me preface this by saying that we are not professionals. Do not take our advice because it is bad. Unless you want to, let us know the results. (laughs) Tweet it at us at at NeverMadePod. The oldest one of us is 21. None of us have degrees. Well, I have the requirements for my degree, but I do not have a degree yet. You just had to throw that in you. (laughs) You suck. 
I'm an ordained minister, though, so I can give religious advice. Aaron can give can religious advice. I mean, legally, yes. <laughs> but none of these questions are religious. So we're going we're gonna to answer a couple questions. So I pulled these questions from Yahoo Answers. I would shout out the username, but I think they're all anonymous now. There used to be like names attached. I to think them, for some of these, good thing they are. <laughs> they're all anonymous. So I hope these people find this podcast so that they get the answers that they've been yearning for. And may- maybe we'll open it up to our, our to our uh, our audience. Our audi- yeah, so, see what y'all think. Uh, these, these or they could send us. They could ask for advice. Or ask for advice. Yeah, sure. I'm all down for giving advice. I'm an yeah. RA. It's what I do. Um. So I guess I am a professional. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this first question is. Am I too desperate? Yeah. Yes. If you have to ask. This per- <laughs> if you have to go to Yahoo Answers to ask. This person says, I'm going on 22 in college and I've never been on a date. Had a kiss, really had any, ever, ugh, really even had a guy approach me if it wasn't for school. I see all my friends getting into relationships and getting engaged and I can't help but feel sad because I want what they have. I just find myself longing for it. Y'all are evil. I just find myself longing for my first kiss, as cliche as it sounds. I just want to know what it's like, you know? <laughs> Say it. No. Say don't, it. No. Don't. No. No, that person knows. Is that, is that someone no. we know? I literally, I literally just picked the first one that came up. I promise. I... I try to tell somebody. Are you trying to add somebody? <laughs> I really, I really. Is your ad button broke? I'm really not. Please don't call her out. No, yeah. Please don't. Yeah, well, sure. now they know it's a her. <laughs> please don't call them out or him. So, <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. What advice do we have for this person? Aaron, you're so red right now. <laughs> He's shook. <it. laughs> what do y'all think? Can you repeat the like? Question part of the question. So this person is twenty two in yeah, college. I, yeah. Uh, do they just say help? Like, what do they say help. about how they're being too desperate? Do they do give they, an example, or is it just she sees all, or he or she sees all their friends getting into relationships and getting engaged and can't help but feel sad because uh, they want what they have? Um, just find myself longing for my first kiss. As cliche as it sounds, I just want to know what it's like. You know. So are they being too desperate? Not really, because they aren't like, I don't know. I feel like if if they were actually that desperate, they would be putting themselves like into situations they wouldn't feel comfortable in. Right. It was, something would have happened or something would have changed, I think, to, up to that point. I don't think it's desperate. I don't think it's desperate at all. Do you. You do you. Enjoy yeah. yourself. But there's also the questions for, so it sounds like this person's like looking yeah, for a relationship. So do you let the relationship happen or like so let it happen or try to like listen? I mean, like it ahead, seems Aaron. like they're trying to define their self themselves by being in a relationship and maybe it's just how I'm wired, but I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I think that you should focus. I mean, you should find someone who, makes you a better person, but you should be able to handle things without a partner so that you can handle things with one. I think that's fair. I feel like a partner should be like an addition to you, you yeah. instead of like a completion of yeah. you. Ooh, that's, that was really deep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
never let college dudes define who you are because we're trash. We're trash. Oh my goodness. We're terrible. Everyone is awful. (laughs) Don't ever let, don't ever let do like a per another person define who you don't, don't ever let your ability or inability to find others easily define you. But also, especially not men in college, (laughs) especially not men in college. Cause yeah, there's a lot of, uh, of um word I can't say on this family friendly podcast here ness going on <laughs> ain't 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 crapness going around <laughs> there going, it is. going around that one's family friendly in 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 college um yeah but just I, also fine to want to have your first kiss and want to be in a relationship like yeah. those are perfectly I mean, like fine those are perfectly normal yeah and it's not wrong to want to be in those things but I feel like if you're stressing that much about getting to that point, you just want, it seems like you're just going for checking those off your list and having those titles not, not mean anything for ha- not for enjoying the experience. And you know, not, I mean, it's, you know, you're 22, you know, do what you want. Yeah. But if you want to have that, like kind of cliche moment, do it with someone, you know, you actually have feelings for and not just some bum. Not you just know? some random guy at a frat party. Let it let it happen. Let yeah. it happen. You know, be na- let it be natural is what I'm saying. Like, don't don't force anything is what I'm saying. Exactly. Because then that'll end up. You'll end up not uh, wishing that it hadn't been that way and wishing you had like waited for the right person. You know. Yeah. Like for that moment. For like if you because appa- apparently he or she wanted to be like special to them is what I'm gathering from this question. Mm-hmm. Is they want it to be extra special. Mm-hmm. But anyway. You do you, because it's college and we're all adults here. Yeah. Nobody's stopping you. Do you. You do you. All right. So, next question. Should I tell him he is gross, or will that ruin my relationship? <laughs> I, should feel, I, feel like this should, I feel like this is directed towards my roommate and his girlfriend. <laughs> so, this is, this is a long one. So, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. But oh, my God. Get, this is a long one. Okay, so my boyfriend and I have been together for three years, and we are young, 19, and I hate going to his house. His room smells bad. There's dog hair everywhere. His blankets smell weird. (laughs) 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 It is always dirty. He tells me he's going to clean his room before I get there, and his definition of cleaning is not the same as mine. And don't even get me started on his bathroom. So, so He's a teenage boy. What do you expect? She goes on for a while. Uh, someone someone sounds hurt (laughs) talking about how disgusting this all is she goes and says and i've never told him about his room what do i do and what should i say i don't want to offend him or go to his house anymore and for whatever reason she can't have guys over at her place so so what should she do so they're 19 but it sounds like he still lives in his parents' house. Yeah. It sounds well, like it she- sounds like they might not go to college or might not live at college. Yeah. Okay. So, but it, I was just making sure that it wasn't like him at college not taking care of his space. Because that's an RA issue. Well, <laughs> it, could, it could be like maybe she's in a sorority and she lives in the house. Well, she's, he also mentioned, she also mentioned her brother or that he has a brother and that the reason that it's dirty is because his brother, like he blames it on his brother. Yeah. And dog hair, and I know that a lot of dorms don't allow dogs. His brother's a dog. Yes. So I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna. uh, I'm gonna. 
do this segment assuming that this is at his he's living with his parents and she is also living with her parents. I'd say that's assumptions that we are making. Okay, yes. cool. We are making that assumption. Oh my god! I just saw that this his bathroom smells like piss and it's dirty and there's also <laughs> sorts of bugs. <laughs> Ooh, yikes! <laughs> that's a game changer. So, what I'm thinking is if you can't be honest with him about how he's a slob. Isn't that reflective of the rest of your relationship? Like, what are you going to do if you have a problem with something else that he does? End it right now. It's over. They've also been together for three years. If you've been together for three years and you can't be honest about something like that. That's a problem. That is a major problem. Also about something that shouldn't, at least to me, shouldn't be that big of an issue. You're talking about the grossness? Should yeah. be a big of an issue. I don't think so. Because if you're trying to live with somebody and well, they're also very gross, it's that's an issue. Yeah, but it's also like it's not hey, a, that big of an issue to fix. Clean your clean your room. Yeah, like Dude, if someone just said, have, some people have a lot of problems trying to keep things sanitary. Fair. Some people have really are just do not how to know how to keep things clean. <laughs> I mean, like I'm a messy guy. My room is a mess. My room is also currently a mess. I never let it get gross. It's just messy. Yeah. Like my clothes are always on the floor everywhere because I'm either too lazy to pick it up or I just don't have the time. But they're always clean clothes. All my dirty clothes are always in the hamper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first, be honest. Tell him and move from there. Secondly, if, they, if it persists and he can't change that part about him, you might want to reflect on uh, if this might be the guy you want to spend the rest of your life with, if you have yeah. that big of an issue with the grossness. Third, if he gets that offended at you being honest with him, and you've been together together for three years, I don't think that's the person you want to be with. Just shove a pair of his boxers in his face and see if, like, does this smell good? Do you like this? Do you like this? You like that? You like that? No, but, 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 then, cousins, but then, huh? you, then you get the scene of the office where Michael tries to get Kevin T to a whole head of broccoli. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, so the great author, the great young adult fiction author, John Green, um, once said, use your words. And I think that <laughs> <laughs> I thought that quote was going to be no. Similar. Only leave passive aggressive notes. Oh my god! Yeah, use your words. Those things that come out of your mouth. And for the love of God, just please talk. Like use, like communicate, please. Because this will be like, it's never as bad. Yeah. As you think it's going. Sometimes to be. you got to air your dirty laundry. I mean, come on. Oh my. Bye, Felicia. Hey, that one, that's the bed and the best one yet. I just hate that smug look on your face when you know you have a pun. <laughs> I hope my little blessing get this. Rachel, no. I just think it's like the same kind of thing about when people worry about what other people think about them. You are your biggest critic. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about how he's going to take it, in all likelihood, it's going to go better than you think. Yeah. So, what we're saying is immediately break up with this. With yeah, this burn boy. his house down. <laughs> That'll cleanse it. <laughs> cleanse by fire. Man, nah. what are you doing? At least take your headphones off before you start bending down over the table. <laughs> what are you doing? My jacket's stuck in the chair. 
So take off your headphones. You're talking the whole thing with you. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> like this kid's room. Oh, my God. Oh my Move God. on. All right. <laughs> so our last question. Am I doing something wrong here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think this is my favorite one. My girlfriend's dad is really into golf. He plays whenever he can find the time. His favorite golf partner is me. That's because he wins every game. He is not very good at golf. What he does not know is that I let him win every game. I do this because he really enjoys winning and usually buys me lunch or dinner after the game to celebrate his winning. These meals are far more than I can afford. The few people that know about this just tell me it's not... The few people that know about this tell me it's just not right that I don't play my best and try to beat him. My girlfriend knows that I'm letting him win and is happy with it because it makes her dad happy. Her dad is happy with it, and I'm happy with it. It brings him so much joy to win. In caps. Am I doing something wrong if everyone is happy with the outcome of our golf game? We're getting deep into ethics. (laughs) I'm all for free food, and if losing gets you the free food, then look, man, you're going to have to take some L's. If there's no, if he doesn't have a problem with it, if his dad enjoys winning, if the girlfriend is happy that her dad is happy, who is anyone else to say that it's bad? You know? Let it be. Take some L's. That being said, Get some food. I, I am a very competitive person. <laughs> Listen, when I'm hungry, any food will outdo any kind of competitive fire within me. All right? <laughs> and it, this is like good food that he's talking about, though. I'm trying to think if if my significant other's dad and I were playing golf and I knew I was better. Mr. Bratcher, I am sure you are great at golf. <laughs> nah, I try to win. No, there's no way. Like, without the food component, there's no way I'm not trying to win that. Yeah, I would try to, I would try to win, I think. But I'm... I don't think that they're wrong at all for letting him win. Like, it's like letting a kid win. <laughs> <laughs> I also am not a fan of letting kids win. Yeah, I would say conversely, I would not because by not, you, you're letting them think they're entitled to, to winning, whereas otherwise you make them have to compete on their own and give them that competitive spirit. Well, you can still be competitive with the guy and still intentionally blow it. Like, you can be close with him going into the 18th hole and, and then intentionally miss a putt. Drive, yeah. It doesn't say that he's like playing like a 40 handicap golfer. You should beat him once and then see what happens. Yeah. But make sure you're like good into the relationship. Like you're like, it's going to be a thing for a while into the relationship. So you can just test it out. Yeah. Test the waters. If he still buys food after he loses, and if he's not that upset, <laughs> Maverick. Oh man, why are you like this? Is it this important? <laughs> Did that you could, need your jacket that? You're that just could, putting it back <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. That could wait until after we stop recording. It's not stuck anymore. <laughs> You're not even wearing it. It's it's toasty in here. Yeah, you took it off. And then it got stuck in the wheel, and then you got it unstuck. So are we all for taking the L's and... Yep. Take, take the L's and get the food. Yeah. <laughs> Repeat. Oh, man. All right. What? Did, that was did, fun. Why did, That was fun. So if y'all have want some advice, you could DM... It Never could be Made an Pod. LMS. Yeah. Well, DM Never Made Pod, and we will make 
your question anonymous on the podcast. Yeah. And we will keep your anonymity. Hey, hey, Colby, I have one anonymity. 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 You mean anonymity? Anonymity. 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 Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> but uh, Kobe, I have one question for you. Do you know the way? If you want to email us your question, <laughs> you can email us um, at nevermadevarsitypod at gmail.com. That's again. true. You can make throwaway email addresses online that expire after like 20 minutes or so. Yeah. So if it's that big of a question... Well, first of all, if it's that big of a question, maybe Don't you should talk us. to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, ask us funny advice. If it's that big of a question that you need to throw away, you can go talk to somebody. Or you could talk to us in a fashion that doesn't require us to yeah. talk the You could actually come talk to us, like, face-to-face or something, yeah. you know, as individuals and not a conglomerate that does a podcast. But if you want to email us, you can email us um, at nevermadevarsitypod at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, not really any questions that I'm feeling this week on Twitter. No offense to anyone who asked me the question. I'll suck. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I have one. What? How do you feel about Raylo? I already said what I thought. I want in the spoiler cast. Kylo Ren's brick house body to crush me. <laughs> 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 Sarah McCullough is going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I am 100% in favor of Raylo. I don't really like any of the ships. I don't know. I am full on. We are this airs in the sails. I've never been in a boat in my life. Uh, we, <laughs> we are going. The wind is in the sails. There we go. I don't... Well, so... I don't love Rose, so I eliminate her from any of the ships. I I just don't feel like Ray goes well with any of the guys. And, I think well, and, and this is saying... I think Ray this is a isn't strong, saying, independent woman. Not saying that I am against same-sex relationships, but, like, those haven't really happened in Star Wars. I think it would be cool if it happened. But again, I don't really think any of the pairings would work well. Maybe a Ray Rose. I, just, I mean, we haven't seen them on screen together, so we yeah. don't know what their chemistry but is like. Raylo is what is anticipated. That's why it's not going to happen I because it's Star Raylo. Wars. I want it so bad. <laughs> Poe right. and Kylo Ren. Pilo. I, I said Ray and Poe on the spoiler cast, and I'm sticking with it. If not that, she is a strong, independent woman that needs no man. I feel like Ray and no I feel like Ray and Poe would just be the same old same old. That would be like Han and Leia. I just wanted I just wanted Finn and Ray. Man, I want Finn to find someone, Finn got but not Rose. A long time ago, I'm still holding out hope. There is one thing I hope in this next movie that Finn is more than just kind of comedic relief. Yeah, I surely he has to because. Now, since there's like 10 people in the resistance slash rebellion now, surely he's going to take one of the top ranks, I would say. Probably would, uh, he could be like the intelligence officer. If there, was one thing, if there was one thing that I was a little bit disappointed about looking back into that movie, it's the fact that 
John Boyega is such a talented actor, and he was so charismatic in that first movie, and that he was just kind of comedic relief in he this w- next one. Admittedly, he was pigeonholed, but I just think with what was happening in the story, there really wasn't much else to do, because otherwise they would all have been just sitting ducks on the ship. I think... I think I think he'll get a big. I think he'll. They'll make it up for him. In, yeah. In the oh, next no. one. Oh no. He'll definitely have a a bigger role. Like I said, everybody dead now, including Admiral Akbar. Rip. Who's going to take that spot? I think it would be cool to see a human alien relationship in Star Wars because we. I don't think we've even seen alien alien. Star Wars is racist against aliens. <laughs> My blog. Galacticist, <laughs> my a, column. a same-sex Star Wars relationship or a mixed race Star Wars relationship would be cool. Mixed species. Did we mixed win? Species, did yeah. we win trivia this week? No. Nope. No. We played terrible. It wasn't good. Oh well. We'll get him next time. What'd you have to eat this week? Cosmic. That's like my everyday carry. <laughs> a cosmic burrito, chicken burrito. Yeah, well, mini chicken on Thursday night with queso on the inside. Oh man! So the podcast is moving clients. We have moved. We have moved clients. We don't have as pretty of a URL anymore, but it is player spelled W H O O S H K A A dot com slash never dash made dash varsity. Oh my god. I'm thinking that I might invest in a URL for us and then just have it redirect so that we could go to like nevermadevarsity.com. You see tiny URL. Well, but I want nevermadevarsity.com. Okay. But it's already occupied. What? Let me go there and see what it is. Buy that. Uh, Anything else we want to talk about? Um... I started officially student teaching, and so by the end of the semester, I will be licensed for K-12. Nevermadevarsity.com. Google gives it a 404 error and says that you requested URL was not found on the server. That's all we know. But it's occupied. So it's on a server. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Anything else from anyone? I'm going to GoDaddy.com and searching Nevermadevarsity. I'm good. Gucci. While Aaron's searching, I'm going to do the outro. So if you want to find us... NeverMadeVarsity.com is taken. Still want it? Here's what you do. Domain don't buy tell, service? No, don't tell them what to do because we want it. It's $70 per domain plus commission to buy it. Wow. Like to buy it out from someone, not to buy the domain. We could get NeverMadeVarsity.us for $1 for the first year and then $20 for the second year. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> I'm going to find a cheap one. This is business. So if you want to find us, uh, you can find us on iTunes. I will leave a link to our new client on probably in our description yeah. of our Twitter page. Yeah. We got any new reviews? I haven't looked in a while, actually. Yeah. Keep seeing in those five-star reviews because we like reading them and we haven't gotten that any sweet. in a while. So that would be really nice to you. So while I'm pulling up. Sweet five stars the reviews anything you like or didn't like be sure to let us know via twitter at nevermatepod somebody stall 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 that gif you put in the group chat dang I found nevermatevarsity.live for three dollars but then every subsequent year is thirty dollars 
Are you talking about expensive? The, are you talking about the GIF I put in the Twitter? Yeah. Group. Y'all, yeah. we don't have any new ratings, and oh. that makes me sad. That so please leave sad. us a rating on iTunes and make me happy, because everyone likes a happy Colby. And David and Maverick. Yeah. I got you. Don't worry. Thank you, Jake, for the theme music, and we will see you next week. Do you know the way? <laughs>